America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Happy Wednesday and welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily and I'm the host of the show and thanks so much if you are brand new here and decided to tune in to this episode. So it's exciting. July 4th weekend is coming up in a couple days and I know a lot of people are excited. This weekend is usually or this holiday is usually very fun to celebrate, uh, you know, depending on what you like to do. But I know this year will be interesting because of COVID and everything. So hopefully it's not too limiting in your area. But at this point, who knows? We want to play it safe. But I'm sure with it being summer, most of us could be outdoors and barbecuing or just doing something fun on the beach. I don't know, wherever you guys are. But um, anyways, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to preface this episode with a lot of different things because me understanding people and girls in general, I think some people could uh, potentially feel certain things. So I just want to go in and share a couple of things first. So first thing, This episode is extremely explicit and we curse quite a bit and we pretty much share a very raw conversation as if we were in college or as if, you know, we're just talking as friends without being recorded. And I intentionally did that because I don't believe in pretending to... I guess sugarcoat things like I don't like to sugarcoat some topics like this or I don't I don't like to sugarcoat anything for that matter but especially when it comes to dating and a lot of things that people feel very hesitant on talking about on a podcast or microphone except for that caller daddy podcast I know um she does a great job of going very explicit and obviously I'm not going towards that direction at all But at the same time, I just graduated college a year ago. I went through college for four years. I've seen it all. I know what it's like. I know the mentality most of us have when we are in college. And even if you aren't the type of person that partakes in parties or anything of that nature in college, it's still a topic that is talked about frequently at this age in your early 20s whether you are 17 right now or 18 or you are 22 these are things that are common so I just want to say again it's explicit we swear a lot we kind of share things at the top of our mind um, so just be aware if you are someone that does not like to hear explicit and very open conversations about hookups dating what a guy thinks of a girl, you know, whatever, then this might not be the episode for you to listen. So if so, feel free to get out right now. The next thing I want to say is, you know, my friend who is on this podcast, I brought him on for this conversation, not only because he is my age, but because of that, I personally believe that he understands the current state of dating that this age group is in and not only whether it's in college because we both graduated a year ago but also kind of like that post-grad dating life so you know I have to be honest and I told him this as well I think you're a great fit because well I think he's a great fit because 
He went to school in the South at Clemson, and he was also in a fraternity, and he went to, you know, a big football school kind of thing. So it has more of that traditional college hookup thing that we all know happens. And I'm sure he's gone through his phase, and at the same time, he's out of college now. He's been out for a year, and I think he's also... I guess matured a little bit since then at the same time still probably having friends that might still be douchebags to girls I don't know um so I personally just think that he has a perspective from different angles in a good way so I really wanted to make sure that I could ask him to answer from different angles based on you know maybe his past or maybe how he currently thinks like I said it's a very raw episode we are very explicit and To be fair, I think if you're really, really sensitive, some of it could be offensive to you because we are talking about what a guy would think of a girl or how to handle a certain situation. So just be aware of that. But all in all, I really like this conversation. Again, I think it was a funny and uh, entertaining one. And I did ask questions that you guys submitted. And I also did put in a few of my own as well that I think I have uh, asked him before and found his answers very useful. So I just wanted him to repeat that on this podcast because I know it helped me have a better understanding of just how it feels to be in a guy's shoes and, you know, how oftentimes I'm overthinking it and it really is as simple as, as he says it is. So I hope you guys can learn something from it and uh, maybe use it towards whatever dating life or dating stage you guys are currently at. But without further ado, we're just going to get right into the conversation. All right, Will. (laughs) This feels weird because I'm calling you by a different name. But aside from that, how about you just give people a really quick context into who you are, where you went to school, just so people can get an idea of like the kind of guy you are. Yeah, so I grew up actually in the Northeast, um, lived in Connecticut for a little bit, then spent most of my time in New Jersey. Um, Once that was done, I went down to South Carolina for school. Um, I was in a fraternity down there, had a great time. And then I now still live in the Southeast in North Carolina um, in a city. So I'm just kind of hanging out. Here we are. For those who are listening, I had him share that just because I do want to give context into kind of who he is and his experience in like today's modern dating culture because I did want someone who kind of has seen all of it. So I'm just going to dive into the first question. All right. So first question, why do guys stop trying in the relationship when he feels comfortable? So, I mean, I feel like with that one... um... So, like, as far as, like, trying, like, I imagine the question is going for, like, going out on dates and, like, bringing stuff home and, like, surprises and, like, stuff like that. Um, so, like, I would say probably in that situation of, like, the trying efforts because after you've been in, like, that long-term relationship, like, you're kind of now in a path of, like, you don't have to do it and, like, things feel kind of more normal normal to you. So, it's not kind of like, oh, I got to take our dinner. I got to do this, this, and this. You have to, like, you want to like normalize the situation. It's like what feels comfortable with you where it's basically like, okay, well, we've already been dating for eight months, 12 months, 14 months, you know, their effort level can kind of go down because obviously you feel comfortable with like what you have and you kind of like expect to know what the other person's going to be like feeling and doing. I mean, like, obviously it's like nice to bring that stuff home and you get like, you get like that good feeling when you like bring a surprise home or something. But I mean, it's like the overall effort kind of starts to go down because you already know like what it takes to like make the other person happy. So you don't need to do as much. That makes sense. What's your opinion for guys? Like, do you feel like you've done that in the past in your previous relationships? Like what's your opinion for a guy when it comes to complacency? I mean, I've absolutely done that. I mean, like, like I said, like once you kind of hit that, like one year mark, you know, you know, all those person's habits, you know, like what makes them happy. So like, you don't need to put in as much to like learn about them or to like keep them there because obviously you know what it takes to keep them around. You're obviously both comfortable and happy with each other. Cause I feel like 
the part of like trying is when you're trying to like grow that relationship and like find out more about each other and like have that like bond. But like once you've already hit that one year and beyond point, like everything is already there. So like your effort to grow and like bring the other person to you kind of goes down a little bit because it's already is almost maxed out. But don't you feel like that can contribute to relationship issues though? If one person is starting to get, I don't know, I don't want to say pissed off, but just, you know, a little bit aggravated because one is being too comfortable and complacent. And I mean, I can certainly speak for myself, like in my four-year relationship, it definitely got too complacent and that was kind of ultimately why I ended it. Do you have any recommendations for girls, I guess, um, like from a guy standpoint on how to prevent complacency or maybe like how to continue to, I guess, organically make a guy want to not just like stay comfortable? I mean, again, I know, yeah, obviously after a year or so you get used to a person, but then at the same time, there's been people who have been dating for five, 10 years. So what's your take on that? Or like all the Southerners that get married when they're 22. Um, <laughs> so I mean, True. I feel like not that that's anything wrong with that. I just, you're up in the Northeast, you don't do that. And then I moved down here and I was like, okay, I don't even have a job and there's people married. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I feel like obviously it could lead to issues down, but I feel like a bigger thing is not, obviously I mean, this is like my own personal thing too. If someone's like constantly like nagging me of like, oh, you never try anymore, you never do this, like that like wants to start to push you away. So I feel like it's like a simple way of having like a conversation of like, hey, like we've kind of been flatlining for a little bit. Like it's kind of just something on like both ends. Cause like obviously like if the guy sees like the girl like is putting in more effort than like it should like rebound logically. Cause like if you're in that relationship for that long, you're obviously gonna rebound and bounce off each other. So like if she were to put in a little more effort, then it's like, okay, maybe I can. And then like, if the gr- if the guy's doing it, then the girl can be like, maybe I can too. But I mean, I feel like you don't want to overdo it because like me personally, when someone's like, I'm one of those people who is like, if you nag me and it's like, we don't do this anymore. You never take me out to dinner, blah, blah, blah. Like I get annoyed. Cause I'm like, all right, like I get it. But like, if you're constantly doing it and like saying like, oh, you used to do this for me all the time. And like, oh, you used to do this. Then it's kind of like, all right, well, shut the fuck up. I understand that. Let's figure something out here then. It's like a simple conversation, not like mm-hmm. one you want to have that's like forcing and nagging because the more you like push into it, like the more the other person is going to push away from it. Right. So you pointed out the logical thing as well. Would you advise, because I personally, in my opinion, you know me pretty well at this point that I'm a pretty direct female. So that's relatively rare, I guess, in, in a case for most girls. But would you recommend them to approach it in a more logical standpoint like like you just said like bring it up in a simple conversation instead of going in this in this emotional direction of saying oh you used to do this like what's your is is that kind of what you're saying yeah like I mean like if it like just make it organic so like if you guys are having dinner like maybe just like or like doing something like watching tv just like leaving it casual as being like hey maybe we could go get dinner next week like maybe we could go out for dinner like hey would you want to make dinner one day next week because then it starts to like register a little bit of like okay maybe I should do something nice within like the next few weeks or like maybe we should do this instead of just being like, you don't take me to dinner anymore. Let's go to dinner next week. Well, then it's like, all right, I get it. I'm a piece of shit. So like kind of like just like annoys you in that aspect. So like I feel like if it's an organic thing brought up, then it's a little better. No, I totally agree with that. That's a good point. Okay, next question. This is kind of simple. What are major turn-ons and turn-offs for you? And I guess like, again, this is probably a more personal question, but I guess you can speak on, you know, your own personal uh, opinion on this and then maybe common ones that you've heard from your fellow guy friends. Well, do you want to make it more fun and like put it in a setting? Because I mean, like that list could be a mile long if it's just like thinking, I feel like (laughs) if it's in a setting, it could be a different situation. Okay, well, we're not talking about the bedroom setting. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean like that. But I meant like a chick like that, like you meet at a bar, like how she would act compared to like somebody that like you're meeting at like a coffee shop. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's just say, yeah, let's just say the setting is that you're you're meeting a girl for the first time, whether it's randomly at a bar slash like out like on a night out or maybe it was like relatively pre-planned because you guys like talk through an app again these are some people are on apps I know we're both not but just kind of put that into context and lay it out there like what are turn turn ons and turn offs um I think one of my biggest like on would say I feel so weird saying that but I feel like one of the <laughs> better things a girl can do is obviously like not being like socially awkward. I mean, like obviously me and you don't have that problem, but like when you meet like some other people, if you're at a bar and stuff, they're with their friends, like they could be quiet and like not really want to be 
like that director, like have conversations with people, or, like leave their friends. People don't want to leave their friend groups really annoy me. Um, even if you're having like a basic conversation, like her friends will go to the bathroom. She's like, oh, I'm going to go too. It's like, all right, it doesn't take six of you to fucking pee. <laughs> um, like you could stay here for, you could stay here for two minutes until your friends oh, come yeah. back. So I feel like that's definitely like one thing. Um, then I mean, people that are just like wanting to have fun and like being direct and like kind of just telling you like out front, like what they're kind of doing. I mean, obviously you get those girls that are like annoying that are just, I mean, kind of like the conversation me and you had last week, you can kind of like tell the girl's vibe when Mm -hmm. she's like at a certain place. So like if you're at a bar and like, you can kind of tell like if a girl, how do I word this correctly? If a girl is like, obviously just trying to talk to like a million dudes and I get free drinks and you can tell she's there to just get drinks. Then you're kind of just like, all right, well, this girl's not going to do anything. And then that's, you can get the other girls that are like, you can tell you're definitely not going to bring them home because they're just like kind of acting weird. And like, they're not like flirty and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I personally, like I'm a huge fan of like girls that are like really fun and like super outgoing. And I mean, I feel like to me, like a personality obviously kind of, towers like looks in a way like obviously how do I word this that sound like a dick like obviously prefer like chicks that are like good looking and like hot and stuff like that but I mean like if their personality is great then it can kind of like raise them over chicks that are like super hot if they're not as hot but they're very good looking I mean but they have like great personalities I have a question on that have you had this kind of conversation with your guy friends before and on this conversation of like looks versus personality and like that whole what brings them up to like you know the eight nine ten whatever like is that a conversation you've had with guys before and if so what's the consensus I guess I mean you there's like obviously the different like girls I mean like you could get those like nine and tens that are as dry as a fucking wall and are just annoying and it's like (laughs) it's like it's like it's like cool like yeah they're super hot but it's like I'd rather get kicked in the throat than talk to them for 30 minutes. So <laughs> it's like kind of situations like that where like, and like, I'm like, obviously like you surround yourself with people that are like similar to yourself. So like my friend group is kind of the same way where like, we would rather hang out with, and I'm not saying that like our friends are all beat, but like, I'd rather hang out with like a group of girls that are like all very pretty and are like super awesome and have great personalities and are fun to go out with than trying to be with a bunch of girls that are just tens but they're the worst people to be around in the entire world. And I think that's a good, I'm glad you brought that up because I do think that is something girls our age, because we're still in our early twenties are always kind of like wondering. And a lot of people are still developing their personality. So I think that's something a lot of girls should take note on is like developing the personality, but let's get into the turnoffs. Give me like at least two turnoffs that are just at the top of your head. You know, I know you kind of mentioned like, someone being super annoying or kind of <laughs> being dry as a wall but what are some real turnoffs you can think of um, in the same context i'd say like an off would be like a girl that you could tell is just kind of like super like the girls that are like you could easily tell are kind of like hoes and are just like strictly like there to just like meet guys and like that's all they really want to do because it's kind of just like all right you're kind of trash so and i mean like Obviously, there's, like, nothing wrong with, like, a girl. Like, I don't have any double standards. Like, guys go to bars, pick chicks. Chicks go to bars, get guys, and that's what they want to do. But, I mean, like, I'm saying the ones that you can tell where it's, like, okay, this is not the first time she's done this. Or, like, maybe you've seen her once or twice. And it's, like, okay. I, or, like, she may know your friends. It's, like, okay, I know this girl's a huge hoe. I'm not going to want to continue to, like – like, she's not someone I'd sit there and, like, want to have a conversation with. And then – I'd say another big one is just definitely girls that like just got out of relationships um, that just like kind of, and I know we talked about this last week too, girls that you could tell just like want to fiend attention and like aren't really interested in like you, but they're just missing the attention because they may have gone out of a relationship recently. So they're just like, they, they want to soak in like attention so bad. That's like, okay, this girl is strictly using me for like attention. She doesn't want to do anything else. Like this is stupid. Right. And so to you, you think that's pretty obvious, right? When a girl, I mean, obviously, again, I know we think similarly, but I'd say like, would you think an average guy can kind of tell when a girl is just really just fiending for attention? I mean, you kind of notice it after like, I mean, obviously we were saying that like, you asked me before, like the first time you meet someone, but I mean, like the attention thing is kind of something you notice, like after you've hung out with them like two or three times or like 
if you spent like a like if you spent like a whole day with them like at a pool or like and then you went to a bar with them later i don't know for me personally it's easy to grasp because i like kind of they may like sit there and like kind of flirt with you back like if you're flirting with them and stuff like that but like they never want to bring anything past like a next step of like just hanging out and you being around them so they're not alone and they're getting attention so you can kind of grasp it that way yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good way to put it. I think that's something girls need to pay attention to as well because I certainly have had friends or peers that have done that, and I personally don't think that's a good route. But again, that's kind of like that emotional um, approach of like I guess post relationship, you're like, okay, fuck, I miss the attention. You know, let's hop on an app or you know, let's go talk to a bunch of guys and just you know, fiend off of the jams and shit. Yeah, so now you're just like stringing guys along. And then like, obviously if it's like someone like, I mean, I can grasp it pretty quick. I mean, I know I asked you about the opinion of like some girl like a week ago and I figured it out within like three, three days, what she was doing of like texting her. But I mean, like there's other guys who like can't figure that out. And then like, I think it's just both for both bad for both parties, because like if a girl is stringing them on, they figure it out eventually, they're probably going to peace. So then she's just going to be alone and upset again. And then from his standpoint, it's like, fuck her. Like I've now been like, trying to put an effort I've taken her I've taken her to like a bar twice or I've taken her to get eat food twice and it's like she's just still dragging everything on she doesn't want to move anything past just like texting and flirting that's kind of like well this is a fucking waste of time what is one of the most attractive qualities a girl can have personality every time personality okay and why and like I know you elaborate like you did touch on it earlier but like just elaborate a little bit more like why is it personality? Is it because it's more sustainable? Like, is it because like, is it the mental connection? Like, what is it? I mean, I feel like kind of like both things you mentioned. I mean, obviously, like, this is like long term here, but like looks will always fade from people, but personalities really won't change on that people. So like, if you have someone that like is super fun, it's like always like a fun conversation when you're with them. kind of like whenever like me and you like just fuck around on FaceTime, like me and you always have fun when we have a conversation because we have like matching personalities. So I think yeah. finding someone with, like a really good personality that like matches yours is like kind of more important than anything else because like it could be anybody in the world, like whether it's like a guy friend or girlfriend, but if you can match a personality, like it's always fun to be around them and you can always carry on a conversation, which I think is like kind of more important than anything else. What are two or three traits that you can think of that are attractive in a girl, like personality-wise? Like for me, you've seen me say before, I like a guy that's charismatic, witty, assertive, that kind of thing. What are those traits for you for a girl? I would say outgoing, a good sense of humor, because obviously like you don't want to like joke around and then like she gets all upset and like starts crying and then you're just like, well, fuck, <laughs> like I don't even know. Now I look like a huge dick. Um, and then, so I'd say outgoing good sense of humor and probably i don't know i'm a big fan of sarcasm too but that's also just like because i'm from the northeast so like if i can give shit to someone and like she mm -hmm. gives it back then it's like fun because like then you're like not hurting mm -hmm. each other's feelings like you can have fun yeah no i agree with that i mean i'm not saying that like every girl should go out there and like walk into a guy and be like you're a fucking dickhead <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's like whoa where the fuck did that come from i feel like definitely like the ability to like take in sarcasm and like be able to like dish it back out to people is like a lot of fun i know girls and i'm sure you've heard like seen it too they tend to kind of like nitpick on certain things that they're insecure about their body or maybe just like don't like within their physique do you feel like as a guy you recognize those small things as well not really I mean, like, it's, like, that whole thing where, like, girls would be, like, oh, my legs look big or, like, oh, my, like, arms mm -hmm. look big. And it's, like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's, like, right, that's not right. something that, like, I personally, like, don't ever pick up on. Like, if a girl, like, what do you, I, like, because oh, I, I know that's just, like, a big one. Like, girls, like, there will be, like, skinny girls and they'll be, like, my legs look big. And it's, like, you're 112 fucking pounds. How big could your legs be? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> so, it's, yeah. like, to me, it's, like, I don't personally ever really notice those things. Okay. No, I think that's a good thing to point out too. So many girls are always thinking like a guy will notice that. I'd say I'm probably a culprit of that sometimes as well. All right, moving on. Okay, this one's a good one. Why do guys ghost girls they are no longer interested in? And I know it's like slightly obvious, but just give your spiel and, you know, maybe your personal experience with that. Um, like, I do mean, you ghost girls? I don't even know if we have this conversation. I, I don't, don't know if you ghost. really <laughs> ghost girls. I mean, like, 
obviously like I think there's a nice way to do it where I think you slowly like tone down a conversation so like I'm trying to think of like like I won't like ever flat out stop answering people just because like unless the girl's super fucking annoying and is like texting me like every fucking day then it's kind of okay you're kind of psychopath but if we go from like texting like every day and I know I'm not interested in her and like don't really see anything going there, then like it'll slowly start to like every other day. And then the next week it'll slowly turn to like every three days to where it kind of points where like she kind of grasps it, but like you're not as much of an asshole of just like instantly just like blocking mm-hmm. and like stopping on everything. If that makes sense. I mean, and that's just me personally. Cause like, I don't want to be like, look like a fucking dickhead because like also you hit that situation where, you know, six months down the road, you could see, I mean, not her essentially to bar, but like if she has like a group of friends and like you could meet one of them and like you're interested in one of them, then she's like, oh, you ghosted blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, well, fuck now. So it's like, I think that's why you have to do it strategically in case like another situation ever arises. So you feel like girls should catch the hint if they notice the guy kind of fading out in the conversation, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so those were like a lot of questions that people submitted and then there's still a few more, but I have two that we talked about last week on our actual FaceTime convo and I'm bringing it back here. So first one is thoughts on girls being assertive when it comes to getting a guy. And obviously, like I said, I'm very assertive, you know that, but I feel like we're in a period of time where, I mean, even with Bumble, for example, I don't use it, but I know like that app, was created so that girls I think or I don't even know much but like I think they were just meant to be so that girls would have feel more powerful in like reaching out to the guy or like they have to send the first message and things like that and I'm sure you you kind of know like just our society is shifting to where women have more um I guess confidence and power to like pursue what they want as well including men so what's your take on that because I know traditionally it's like typically they'll always tell you our parents will always advise us like hey like let the guy come to you that kind of thing but I know we talked about it so share your thoughts on that I think there's a side where like if you go up to like a guy first and like start flirting with him and then like start talking to him like initiate a conversation where I'm not saying it's like you walk up to a random guy at a bar but like if you kind of start leaning towards that like if you start flirting with him and like engaging in a cool conversation with him I personally think that like the guy's going to feel like you're 10 times more interested in him, which is like good for you. Because I mean, obviously like situation, like I told you last weekend, like I was at a bar with like a couple of my friends and then like one girl was there with like a couple of her friends. I never met her before, but like she was the one that like started talking, like initiating and like started flirting with me when we went to another party. So then like, that's when I got more interested in her. Cause I was like, Oh, like I could tell, like you already kind of like know where it's like, it's not as much thinking on the guy's part because you already know where the girl is interested in you. So you could be like, okay, it's now easier to like pursue this because she's interested regardless if it's going to go towards like dating someone or just hooking up with someone. But you know that that interest is already there on both sides because if it's like, oh, she's pretty hot. She started flirting with me first. Well, let's see where this can go. Instead of you being like, instead of the guy waiting and being like, okay, if I flirt with her, it could get super fucking weird and she could not be interested, where at least if you're assertive and lay it out from the beginning, they know. So you think, so you would say as well, you do think it is attractive for guys, like you, not just you, but as well. You know, I think it's great, like when a girl does it. Yeah, I think some people who do already have this assertive personality get concerned with going too assertive. So do you feel like there's a certain extent I, mean, I don't think I don't I don't think you should straight walk up to a guy and go let's go fuck in the bathroom <laughs> like I think that's a little out there but I mean like I feel like just starting to flirt with him and like kind of seeing like his interest is obviously way better I mean obviously there's the line like if a girl's like 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 I just said like if you're in a restaurant she's gonna want to go fuck it's like okay Jesus that's <laughs> that there we are I mean like yeah that's cool like that'd be pretty sick if like the chick said that to me but I mean like it's still it's still kind of just like, wow, that took a turn. So I feel like obviously like you kind of want to like test it out a little bit with like your assertiveness, like just flirt with them first. Cause then, okay, well, like, I know she's kind of interested. I know I'm kind of interested. We can keep moving it and then you can get more aggressive with it. That makes sense. Okay. So what I'm asking though, is like, what about in a time where, okay, you, they, they're already past the point. They met at a bar, they met at somewhere. Right. And then they started talking like texting and whatever they're in the in their very early talking stage 
do you think it's at that point that you you like for a girl should they let the guy kind of not lead the way but rather show more initiative because they already put in the initiative at the very beginning does that make sense or do you feel like it's still okay for a girl to continue to take initiative because again i think some people think or second guess themselves and they're like oh i don't know if i should continue to take the initiative because you know as everyone knows like guys like the chase or at least majority so where where do they go from there if they're in the talking stage already I mean, if you're in a talking stage, like me personally, I think it's cool if like, if I'm talking to a girl and she's like, you want to get dinner this week? Like, and then obviously like, I feel like if you lay it out to like a plan for them to build off of, then it's like advantageous to both parties. Because I mean, like, obviously like I can pick up on things, like some of my friends are like fucking morons and will like not pick up on tips for stuff like that. Like one of my friends, like literally this weekend, he was up here and there was a girl with him they're like cutting on like a couch and shit. And he like never picked up on a sign that he should invite her back. And then she told our friends that she was pissed. He didn't invite her back. And we were all just like, mm. you're a fucking idiot. Um, yeah. We were like, dude, she couldn't have made it any more obvious for you. So I feel like it definitely helps when there is that, like, if you're talking to a girl and she's kind of just like, Hey, you know, like, let's grab a dinner this week. Or like, let's go. What are you doing Saturday? Like we should do something. Cause then it's like, at least the guy is still planning something and figuring something out, but he'll put in more effort. Cause he knows that you're more interested in it. Cause I mean, like if I, if I'm ever at a stage where like, I don't think the girl's like that interested, even though she could be, I could avoid it. Cause I could be like, well, I don't want to look like a fucking idiot and be like, let's go to dinner. And she's like, no, I'm good. I mean, that's never happened to me, but I'm right, just saying right. in general. Okay. No, that's a good point because, so would you say that's still applicable if you are not even in the talking stage yet? Let's say you met out a bar, whatever, and maybe you guys hooked up already, but then you both found interest in each other and neither of you guys have texted each other yet. Do you think it's too early or too, I guess, forward for a girl to text the guy pretty much like, let's say a couple of days after they first hooked up, but they know they have chemistry slash interest. Is it too much for them to say, Hey, it was like great hanging out with you. Like let's grab lunch or let's grab drinks this weekend. Is that too forward or should the guy be doing that? No, I mean, I think it's fine for like both parties to do that. Both parties, I'm still in work mode. Okay. I think it's fine for like both sides to still do that. Cause I mean, like, <laughs> like, like I said, like my, like one of my things, like girls that are like outgoing. So like if a girl says like, I go up with a girl and then like she, like, I don't talk to her for like two days and like I get a text saying, Hey, like me and my friends are going out on Saturday. You should meet me here, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like she wants to hang out again to me. Like I enjoy that. What about DMs? How do you prefer girls to slide into your DMs? I don't know. I feel like an easy way for girls to do it if you're trying to start an initiation is just, sorry, trying to initiate a conversation. I don't know why my words just mix there. But I feel like if you're trying to start that an easy one, I always like it when there's like a picture attached to it also. I mean, I'm not saying like a fucking nude, but like if you're sending like <laughs> a meme of like something funny that you two may have talked about or like mm -hmm. if you send like if like the guy like posts an instagram the other day and like you're making fun of him in it because like i had one girl slide in last week because it was a bunch of pictures of me at a lake and she was just like wow thanks for the invite and then like we carried a conversation after okay. that because it was like something easy um mm -hmm. i mean it, I, I feel like it also all depends too on like the guy and like the girl blah 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 so like that one's kind of a little harder but I always think my whole thing of like, whenever you're sliding into a girl's DM, Snapchat, whatever, is always tied into like a conversation like you guys have had before or like something that like you can relate to, to where something can carry after it. Okay. So insert a picture. I'm just kidding. <laughs> insert a nude. <laughs> yeah. Just insert it. Start with a nude instantly and just see where it goes. Totally. Just full, just full nude your face in it and everything and just say, Hey, I think you're cute. I think that'll work 10 times out of 10. Are you the kind of guy you can probably get any guy you Are want you the to. kind of guy that asks for a nude? Be honest. No, no, <laughs> no, I do not ask for nudes. I've had plenty of guys ask and I just feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> What is the fun in staring at a photo? What does that do for you? Like, okay, does that's your computer what, not work? That's what, <laughs> like, you can see, like, dude, if you're really that desperate to see boobs, like, go on Google, just Google. Like, every sixth grader does it. It's not that hard. That's literally what I'm saying. Like, why, why do you need a nude? Like, I just, it doesn't make sense, but. I mean, like, you know. if you're in a conversation of, like, aggressive flirting and, like, a girl sends you, like, a picture of her in her bra, you could be like, oh, well, take that shit off. But, like, that's different. I think a guy just being, like, like that's all I'll never understand when like I'll see like girls tweet about stuff how like 
guys will just like put a picture of their fucking dick in their DMs. And it's like, dude, what are you <laughs> doing there? Like, what does that do for you? No, I, yeah, I don't advise that either for guys don't send a dick pic like that. But like, I, I, that one always blows my mind. If it's just like you open your DMs, like, wow, there's a four inch dick in my DMs, like, sick. I'm definitely going to hit him back. Like, what? No. <laughs> I agree. We, that should be, you know, advice for some guys. All right, two more. And this is actually some really good questions. So that's why I'm like ending it with these. So we talked about this, but going to ask it again what are your thoughts on having sex for the first time slash first date? And I guess when I say first time, I mean the first time you meet first time, maybe you met out at a bar on a night out, or maybe you met on a first date and then sleeping with them and then you like them. So I guess my question is framing this around the context of someone that you want to pursue, um, could be dating, could be casual dating, but like someone where it's just not a one night stand do you still think it's okay to sleep with them? Because I think that traditional rule is, yeah, don't sleep with them the first time. But we talked about this before, and I think it's pretty valuable if we bring it up again. I mean, I always feel like it's one of those things where, like, if it happens, it happens. I mean, like, if you're in a – like, if you're, like, both in, like, some, like, if you go back to someone's apartment and you're, like, both in, like, their bed, if it happens, cool. But, like, if it doesn't happen, then you're just kind of like, oh, that was weird. Like, I don't know why that didn't happen. But, like, at least, like – if you're interested in them, you can like just continue to pursue that. That's like what you want to do. And I mean, also like, I don't see like a problem with it. Cause like, I feel like it's all about how you treat the situation after if you hook up with someone and then just like never get their number, never get their name, blah, blah, blah. Then like, you're probably not going to hit them up again. And the girl's also probably, she didn't give you her number. Or she was not like, follow me on Instagram or if she doesn't follow you. Or if you don't follow her, if you like don't have the communication after that, you can kind of grasp that like they're not interested. So it's not something you'd pursue anyway. Whereas if you go home and hook up with someone and that's like in the morning, you get her number, you guys get breakfast, blah, blah. blah. It's like, that's something I do. Cause like, I always, like, I'll always like offer them food or like offer them a ride home because I'm just like not a fucking dickhead. Well, not completely like 80%, but um, so like I always do that just because <laughs> I mean, like, now if you're interested it's kind of like okay he wasn't a fucking dick to me in the morning whereas it then kind of alleviates the whole like oh we hooked up the first time i ever met him but it's like he wasn't an asshole it's not that bad so you don't think guys are less inclined to pursue the girl after already getting quote-unquote it no i don't think it's bad at all and like i don't think people are less inclined to do it i feel like in a way i feel like almost in a way it kind of like does it a little more. Cause like, if you like the girl and like, you like what she's about and she was really cool and like you already had sex with her and it's kind of like, all right, well that whole kind of build up thing is gone. Now I could just, if I'm actually interested in like, Oh, it was like, Oh, like, like I, she was really cool. I'd want to hang out with her again. It's like kind of like that thing is kind of already done. So you can like focus on like actually like learning more about the person and like not thinking as much about, Oh, I just want to fuck them. It's kind of like, Oh, I just kind of want to, get what they're about to see if it's like something I'd do again or to see if it's something that like I'd hang out with her more. Right. So then that kind of comes back to your personality point, right? Where that part is more important than just, you know, the physical aspects because it makes the person more interesting to be around. Yeah. Cause it could be like, all right, well we had fun at the bar. She came back, we fucked cool. But now it's like, I can hang out with her again. And like, I already know that like that awkward thing of, Oh, she thinks I'm only like, because of it's like, you can go hang out with her again after you guys fucked. And she has kind of already thought past the thing of like, this guy's just using me for sex. Cause he texted me and wanted to hang out with me again. Or when I texted him saying like, Hey, let's grab drinks. He was like, yeah, I'm in. If that makes sense to you. Cause I know like some girls have the whole opinion of like, Oh, he just brought me home the fuck. I'm never going to see her again or see him again. Where at least like, if you're nice in the morning and you make plans and you're texting after it's like, he's still interested in me. If that makes sense. So we talked about this too, and I think it's important I bring it up. So I shared a personal experience where, <laughs> I, this is crazy, I'm being super candid about it, but how I told you I like left at 4.30 in the morning and I, it didn't occur to me the thought process of a guy. So you're saying if a girl leaves like before the morning, like before like actually like 9 a.m. or something. If a girl gets up at like 2.30 <laughs> and takes a fucking Uber home, she's not interested in anything other than sex from you. Holy shit. But I didn't even think of it like that because in my mind, I would 
I don't know because I'm personally not that kind of person where I'm only pursuing sex. That's for sure. Just not. My yeah, and exactly. Like think of it, but like how when I reversed it on you, like yeah. think of it how I said, like if a, if you hooked up with a guy and he left at two in the morning, what are you gonna think? That he might not be that interested. <laughs> exactly. Like he was just interested in fucking me. Oh, so shit. I yeah. feel like if it's like a thing that like you're actually interested in the guy, it's a lot better when you hang around, even if you leave like early in the morning, like fucking eight o'clock when you're both hung over, it's like, all right, they at least stay the whole night. Cause like, if you get back to your apartment at one and she leaves at two 30, she just wanted to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Okay. Or wait. she, or she has gotten a little more sober and she was like, this is a stupid fucking idea. I'm getting out of here. Okay. So how do you save a situation then if you leave, if a girl leaves like, you know, 3, 4 a.m., maybe because she just, you know, like it wasn't because she didn't like the guy, but it was maybe literally for reasons like she had other plans the next day and like she just didn't predict this to happen. How do you save the situation so you do make sure the guy knows that you're interested? Because you're saying, yeah, like when you reversed it, I agree. If a guy left my place at 3 a.m., I'd be like, okay, well, shit, like, you know, I don't know what he thinks of me. So same thing as a guy, he probably thinks the same thing, but how do you kind of save that? So what, do you follow up with a text in the morning? And like, what would you do? Or what would you advise a girl to do? I mean, I would just text and like say, like say kind of like what the situation was like, hey, sorry, like I got a text from my friend, blah, 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 that my other friend was throwing up. So I had to get out of there. Or like, hey, sorry, I had to, like I have something early in the morning. Sorry to just run out of, like sorry to run out of there real quick. Like, I feel like it's just a simple, like, brief apology or like even if you make something up because like I get it like you can fucking fully make something up but at least like say something as like your reasoning for if you're actually interested make up a reason of like why you left so like I mean let's put it on like your Mm -hmm. standpoint like if I left your apartment like three in the morning and then I texted you and I was like hey sorry I have a 9 a.m meeting in the morning that's why I got out of there because I needed to wake up in my own bed shower and put a suit on and go to work wouldn't you like think that like, oh, he wasn't just like using, he's not interested anymore. Like, doesn't that sound better? No, I, I agree. It just, it just sucks because like, I definitely have had this conversation with girlfriends and we've talked about, yeah, like how we might've left a guy's place at, you know, middle of the night or whatever. Um, but it wasn't because we just wanted like to hook up. Like we, we actually just literally had something else going, but then I think the mistake that many of us or many girls I've heard like made is not changing the narrative of what, you know, like, like you said, like it paints the picture of, okay, you were only there for one thing. You're not that interested, like peace, but there are, you know, I think there, that's something girls need to take note of is like, okay, you can just follow up with a text and just say it so that you do let them know that you're interested. Yeah. I mean, it's just a simple just simple text message with like a reasoning. Like, don't go too far in depth with it. Don't get fucking detail. Like, don't be like, hey, sorry, my brother's wife is having a baby. It's four pounds, three ounces. I'm so sorry <laughs> I had the piece. Cause like, if you give more detail, it's gonna sound like fake as shit. Where at least if you're just like, hey, sorry, my friend called me, like, she needed me to come home because she didn't have her keys. Like, that's just a very simple, easy thing that, and like a guy can just be like, oh, okay, cool, no problem. It's like the same as just like lying in any situation where the more you put into it, the more it's going to sound like a lie. So if you just leave it simple, it's not that hard. So don't overthink it basically to to the girls because girls are known to be overthinkers if you haven't known. No, really? (laughs) Girls do that? You fucking know that, right? Fucking wild. Oh, okay. Now you're. That's wild. I never knew that. Yeah, you fucking did. There's the sarcasm, Emily. Let's pick oh, up. Oh, I'm on so it. sorry. I'm not from the Northeast. Oh, wait, I am. <laughs> oh, you are from fucking Pennsylvania. All right. All right. All right. So, last question. It's like the ultimate question for every fucking person. <laughs> okay. Thoughts on the dating game. So the whole playing hard to get, the psychology, we talked about your fucking psychoanalytics or whatever the fuck you talked about last week. Let, let's get into it because I think there's, there's, this is just something that everyone needs to hear outside opinion on. And I think the, the flaw is that so many girls go to fellow girls to get advice on how to get a guy and stuff like that. And maybe there are some out there that do what I do and go talk to guys and get like an actual male opinion. So we're here to talk about it now. Tell me, what do you, okay. The first thing playing hard to get, what do you like it? Do you not like it? Preference? Do you think it works? I hate it. 
to me, especially because like I'm in, a, in an environment where like I'll really like back to my job. If I'm like trying to sell something and someone's being fucking hard to get and like this, you can relate to anyone. If you're trying to like get a job done and the person is like avoiding stuff and like not really wanting to commit on anything, it gets fucking annoying. So because now you're like, well, I'm wasting my time. I'm putting everything into this and I'm getting nothing out of it. So like my personal thing on like hard to get is it's just fucking annoying and it pushes me away from it. So should they even play hard to get at all? Like in the beginning? I mean, I, I see it as like, I don't see as, see it as a problem where like making like a little game into it. Well, not like a game, but like making it in a way that like the guy has to put in like a little bit. Like I'm not saying like a guy should buy you a drink and you're just like, let's go back to my place and fuck. I'm not saying it should be <laughs> like that. So he has to put in like a little bit of effort and like making it a little bit like more fun than just being fully direct, straightforward, I feel like is definitely better than, I mean, like I said before, I like when like girls are assertive, like kind of tell me like what they're trying to do. I mean, obviously, like I said, I don't think a girl should be like, let's go fuck right now. That's cool. But I mean, like, it's kind of like, okay, this girl's trash. Like, I'm obviously not the first guy she said that to. Uh, like, because if someone says something like that to you, it's probably true. Where like, at least like, if it's like the girl's kind of like stringing it a little bit, it's like kind of like a little better. Because then like, one, the girl can tell how much effort the guy wants to put in by, and like what he wants to get out of it by how much effort he's actually going to put into it. Because if girls playing super hard to get and the guy stops trying, then you kind of just fucked yourself where at least like if you're making it like a little bit and it's like oh like we're gonna go grab, grab drinks later like you want to come it's like oh I don't know if I'll be able to make it blah 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 like yeah I could try to stop by where it's like there's at least that like a little bit of curiosity and like wanting to put effort into it okay so generate curiosity for the guy but don't do too much where you're trying to get them to fully chase you like every single time it could apply to anybody where like put it like the reversal way if there's a guy that like you're interested in, he's playing super fucking hard to get, you're going to be like, okay, this is fucking annoying. Unless you're a psychopath and really enjoy that. But it's like to most people, that's going to be annoying. So it's kind of just like if you were driving a car down the highway and you're chasing another car and it gets further and further away, eventually you're going to hit the point where you're going to be like, why are we doing this? Like we're not getting anything out of it. So like that's how I kind of look at it with like the hard to get thing. Do you think though? So I think people say this for girls though, because they say that men like the chase. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you agree a little bit? I mean, I'm sure they're like, I, I like, I personally don't, I think it's annoying because if you're like constantly putting in like all that work and not getting anything out of it, like you're going to hit the point where it's like, this is stupid for me to do this. Cause I'm not getting anything out of it. So like, I feel like there's a line you have to draw of like, okay, how much am I actually going to like make him chase to where he doesn't get annoyed with it but like still also is like keeping interest in me right right okay and so what's your ultimate advice then for girls on kind of you know like the the psychology of the modern dating game like do you even try to make it a game or do you just be more yourself you're direct like you know i think honestly girls just (laughs) genuinely need some insight on this because we I feel like a lot of people myself included have been advised to do it this way and then I put my own spin on it and then I hear you know other guys say this so what's kind of your ultimate take then on the dating I mean so I mean I'm not like a app person like I don't use all those fucking apps like I'm an in-person person so like I like, I'd much rather, like, I have no problem texting people, but like where I like get most interested in people and like where I find out about people is like in person, like whether you go get coffee, go get lunch, go to a bar, blah, blah, blah. I think bars are good because obviously you are with, like, if you're at a bar with like other people, or I mean like even with each other, when you drink a little bit, like I'm not saying get fucking blacked out, but like when you drink a little bit, like you start to like relax a little bit. And like, I feel like a great time for like people to bond is like when you've been drinking a little bit, because like you kind of like break down all those barriers of like if anyone's like shy or like uncomfortable and you can like actually learn about like the situation. Like I'm sure you know that like when you're in a room with like everybody that's hammered, everybody gets along and like that's when you start to grow bonds with people because it's not awkward because everyone's drunk, if that makes sense. Like I'm not like I'm not saying go get fucking ripped four tequila shots as soon as you guys sit down, but I feel like definitely just like casually drinking is like a good time because like you're in a cool environment, you're at a bar. And because you're drinking a little bit, you're going to like relax a little bit. So like, that's when I enjoy like learning about people and like learn and like starting to build interest. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm having a real conversation. It's not a whole fake conversation. Like, and it's like, not like, oh, 
it's like you can carry on a conversation because like texting someone could do something and not answer for 15 minutes like i do that all the time because i mean like if i'm like on a work call or like if i'm fucking around on xbox like i'm not going to answer for i'm going to answer every 20 minutes because i'm fucking around on xbox and like every girl knows that like just for a fun fact if a guy is texting you every 10 to 15 minutes he's playing xbox so <laughs> um i mean it's fully true like the guy i didn't, playing I didn't even think Fortnite. 10 or 20 why is it because of uh like all the, the games go for yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay oh my fucking god I mean, and like funny. if the boys need you you're not gonna abandon the boys to answer a text message <laughs> wait okay that's a good point though do you do you feel like girls need to stop overthinking the how like the waiting to text back thing you know what i'm talking about right like i mean like if you're like running on like hours at a time then i'd be okay what the fuck's going on here but i mean like <laughs> <laughs> my whole thing is like like that's like my line like my three hour line is kind of like what the fuck but like if a girl's taking like every 15 to 20 minutes and it's like during a work day or if it's like on a weekend then i mean like i don't think anything of it okay but you you should would you say girls should not think anything of it as well because girls overthink that shit i like this is this is legit girls overthink how frequent they text back or how quickly they text back or how frequent they should text back as the girl. So do you tell, do, do you advise them to just not overthink that as well? Yeah, I would just not overthink it. Cause I mean, like they could be doing stuff. Like if I'm at the grocery store, I'm not on my phone. If I'm at the gym, I'm not on my phone for an hour and a half. If I'm fucking around on Xbox, I'm not on my phone for every 20 minutes. Like if I'm on a work call, I'm not on my phone for 30 minutes at a time. So like, if you're not with, so like, that's why I enjoy the in-person thing. Cause like, you're sitting there having a conversation like the longest time you'd have between a conversation is like someone goes to the bathroom or someone goes to get another drink so that's why like i'm a huge fan of like not texting to like try to get interest in a person or not texting to not try to grow interest in a person because if you're having that conversation in person you like get to actually learn and just like carry a conversation and that's when like the personality comes in too because like you're learning about the person by carrying on that conversation because of how their personality is. Right. So then would you just recommend girls to, or I mean, I mean, either way, like, would you just recommend in general to my listeners, like if they're interested in a guy, like instead of just trying to make it over texting or maybe Snapchat or whatever bullshit, like just ask them to go get drinks or something. Yeah. I mean, like, I think like the Snapchatting and like texting is like fine in like the beginning, but I mean, like if you're actually interested in the person, then like, I think whether you're going to like be going out with like a big group and say, like, Hey, your friend should meet us here. Cause like, you know, they're going to be there or you and like one other friend, like if you know, he has a roommate, you can be like, Hey, me and my friend are going out to get drinks. Like I feel like the in-person, if you're actually interested in them, is going to get you a lot further to either one, try to grow your bond with them to carry on the interest and like kind of see more about the person or two, you could learn that like, once you spend time with them for like two hours over dinner, you can learn they're a fucking dick. So then you don't, so then you know, okay, I'm not interested in him anymore. One more thing too. You said this on our personal FaceTime the other week. Cause okay. Cause our age right now, and especially for you, you said it yourself, you live in a Metro city, you work, you graduated college last year. Like you don't feel inclined to obviously get in a major relationship right now and so maybe younger guys are more inclined to like play the game but would you say older guys are less inclined to be indirect do you know what i'm saying like the older ones maybe like let's say they're 28 like putting it into context of where they are in life like are they less likely to kind of fuck around i mean i think i think as you get older you kind of start to tone down that i mean if there's a 30 year old dude and he's just still like fucking chicks every weekend and they're like sixes i mean he's probably got like another fucking issue um he probably has like a full commitment issue but i mean obviously like younger guys like it's gonna happen but i mean like i feel like that's kind of hard because i also feel like it depends on like the region that like you're like from or i like, grew up in like like i said before like i grew up in new jersey people don't get married up there until they're like at least like all the personal people that are around me like people aren't getting married until like 26 28 29 down when i was at school in south carolina people get married at fucking 22 before they even graduated. People are engaged before they even graduate. It's like, you don't have a fucking plan after graduation. And you're planning a wedding. Like what, what the fuck are you doing? So, and I mean, that's just like my personal opinion about it. Like, I don't think, I just think it's something that should happen later in life. So like, I feel like that's kind of hard because it depends on like how the person grew up and like where they're from. I mean, it could, it could like also happen too. Cause I mean, like if I go, 
well, like if I'm at a bar and like I meet this chick that's really cool and we hang out like six, seven times and like we start dating, I mean, like, I don't have a problem with that at all. Like, but I mean, I also feel like it depends on like the situation that you're going out in because if like a girl texts you and it's just like, hey, it's gonna be like me and my friend, you and your friend should come meet us. It's like, all right, well, I'm actually gonna have like a full conversation with her. If it's like you and your boys go into a bar, it's like, okay, I may try to fuck some chick later. And like, you're more inclined to talk to girls. It like kind of depends on like the situation you're going into. No, I, I agree. And I think it's important to take or be mindful of the context because I think some people don't really kind of, they're not self-aware about that either. So I think that kind of plays into the equation. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all the questions I had submitted. Do you have any final piece of advice for girls in today's dating culture i would just say kind of like what i did to you the other day Mm -hmm. if you're ever like in a situation that you think something could be off flip it around and think of it from the other side because i knew i knew like as soon as you told me your personal thing i flipped it around on you you were like oh fuck yeah 100 so like i feel like that's where like you should just kind of like survey things from like different angles where it's like okay if how like if he texted me to say hey let's go get drinks i'll think it's awesome because i wanted to go hang out with him more so think of it like from the other way, like, okay, we already hung out once. He was pretty cool. I'm sure he wouldn't think it's weird if I text him and said, hey, let's get drinks this week. So I feel like it's just like thinking of things from the other side. And then like, if it doesn't work out, then like you don't fucking hold on to it. You've already established where you guys are going to be. I agree. So I have no other words to add to that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Will. And I hope everyone learned something from this convo. All right, so that was today's episode with one of my good guy friends. I do want to do a quick takeaway because I think we talked a lot about different aspects of dating and hooking up. And, you know, if you listen through the whole episode, you know what I'm talking about. So I do want to break down the things that I found were particularly important and things that I either found as a takeaway for myself or. I believe is a great takeaway for those that are maybe my friends, my peers, or just girls in general within this age range. Um, If you're in your early 20s or maybe getting into college right now, because I think these are just valuable lessons. So um, first one is about assertiveness. So I asked this question to my friend because I am naturally very assertive as a young woman And I'm not afraid to go after what I want or who I want, or I'm not afraid to go up to a guy at a bar and introduce myself. That's something um, been very common within my life. And I remember as well, there was like cute guys at a bar in DC last year when I was uh, there for July 4th with one of my best friends from home. And I remember telling her, hey, we should go up and say hi to these guys. And my best friend said, no, we should let them come to us. And I do agree to a certain extent because I'm still very traditional that I prefer a guy to be assertive when it comes to coming to me. But with how modern our culture is going, I definitely don't mind making the first move and going up to say hi to them. But after that, I do highly prefer and out of preference expect them to take initiative if they are interested. So uh, that's something I definitely recommend. But something else too that my friend did bring up is that assertive guys still might not love the chase and I think this is an assumption I've always had personally but also I think by nature a lot of people think men love the chase because of just how they are biologically and I think that's still true to an extent but at the same time like my friend said you know if you're chasing a car on the highway and it keeps getting further and further away it just feels like there's no point so I think with the access all of us have to social media apps and just kind of how networking goes around today, I think the chase is maybe less prevalent and also not as, uh, like it's not as much of a stigma within men. So I think that's something that I learned as well is even for an assertive guy like my friend that I talked to, he 
enjoys and can easily go after a girl that he wants but that doesn't mean he's gonna love chasing her down like he like he said it can get tiring so that's something important to take note of because I think I have trouble with this one understanding whether there is a fine line between chasing or whether a guy really likes to do that so you just have to know how to play your cards second takeaway which I think is major is about personality versus looks so my friend obviously said that he thinks personality is one of the best uh, traits about a girl and to be really transparent I actually was surprised by this answer not because I am shallow but because I I guess I maybe never asked this question to a guy before and and I don't, I don't know I, I just didn't expect him to straight up say personality with so much confidence I think that goes to show where his maturity is he's only 23 and I would typically think like a guy his age only being a year out of college is still more on the looks preference but obviously I was wrong in that department but I think it's just amazing to hear another guy say that uh because he's also the type of guy that will you know tell me a girl is like super hot or she's such a 10 or whatever but then at the end of the day he still prefers a girl with really good personality because if you want to be a girl that is quality to be around and is someone that is worth having a continuous conversation with and spending time with and going on dinner dates and stuff obviously your looks will get you the first impression but after that it really is your personality so I really like that he said that and I hope this helps uh you know for those of you who are listening and maybe always felt like oh you don't get a chance with this kind of guy because you're not a 10 look wise or whatever I think that's just really important to know as well your personality is always going to be the long game and be confident in that like don't find the need to compare yourself to other girls on Instagram I've been there I know my friends have and I think this is something we repeat a lot but maybe don't put into action as much so just remember how you are improving and self-developing is going to really be the name of the game in the future another takeaway I had is that girls should still be forward with guys but leave room for curiosity so this kind of goes back to earlier when I mentioned the assertiveness yes be forward and be assertive because a not only is that kind of rare for a girl especially at this age um but secondly it is because it's rare it makes guys like it makes you a little bit more unpredictable which is again more um more room for curiosity which is what a guy will like about you as well because they didn't expect the average or the typical uh girl right so now they're like oh she's different she made the first move she's unique she has interesting qualities i want to get to know her more so that's something i would say is a huge takeaway um and then lastly I think this is such a great tip because he did this for me when I was trying to understand how I should approach something or how a guy might be feeling or thinking towards me after a certain situation and he advised me to reverse the roles when trying to think about like how he like another guy is thinking and so he like I said he when he asked me the question he said okay well if he did this to you what would you think and I said okay I would think this and so he said exactly like there's a great chance he's thinking the same thing and it kind of occurred to me that oftentimes we think there's a huge difference between men and women on in terms of how they feel in certain situations and oftentimes it is the same feeling but men are I guess raised to believe that they're supposed to be stronger and like not be a wimp and get over it so that's why they're always the ones taking the first move because they can face rejection better than women but obviously nowadays again with how female empowerment is happening and we are evolving as a culture I think more women are really taking the initiative even with dating and I think that's awesome because I'm a huge advocate for it and then one last thing I did want to add as well just because when I was listening to this during the editing I thought to myself that a lot of this is really true but 
I don't think it's all necessarily true um, if you're maybe talking to someone older. So again, keep in mind that I would say a lot of the things we talked about today are really applicable if you are in your early, maybe mid-20s, kind of that college phase, because that's kind of the experience we've both had. But on a personal level, I, um, you know, have definitely, especially, you know, my friends, I have a lot of friends that date older guys and um, are often in a conversation with people a couple years at least ahead of them. And I know the dating style there is a bit different than what we discussed on this episode. So maybe you are my age as well. And let's say you typically talk or date guys that are maybe in their late 20s or early 30s or whatever. I would say keep in mind that the older ones are more frequently direct and not as um I guess they don't play games as often again from personal experience with friends that have shared their stories about that I hope this was entertaining hope you guys learned something maybe can apply it to your current dating situation or whatever it may be and if you did learn something please shoot me a dm or comment on the latest instagram post because I always love your feedback and even if it's something you disagree with I definitely don't mind having a discussion about it or hearing your thoughts about it because I am just a firm believer in continuous improvement and trying to gain insight from different people. So thanks again so much for supporting the podcast. And if you've been loving it, I would greatly appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. It really means the world to me and I always share it on the stories. So thank you again and have a great weekend. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.